Let me get into character here. Okay. This firework shortage is a blight. It is a scar on the face of America. Nothing is more anti-American than not being able to pop fireworks on the 4th of July. So I need whoever's in the government in charge of the firework committee to start producing them black cats because I need to show my love for this country. Can I get an amen? The right to bear firework arms. Uh, yes, it is my God-given right to bear firework arms. So Roman candle in each hand. Ro- I don't care about no Romans, but, you know, give me some fucking fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> give me some wing-dang doodles. Give me, give me some of them um, Budweiser fireworks. Like, I need something. Give me something. one of them Pokemon's balls. Give me the... <laughs> Give me one of them Pokemon's balls that has the, the a little Pokemon in it. Um, you know, I I need my fireworks. Welcome, everyone, to episode six. Uh, I'm Audra. I'm here with Geneva. Hello. I know in our previous episode, we said we would have a guest. Um, We're just going to try it again at another time. Yeah, so you have us, just us two for for this week. Yay! All right. So, you know, from the last episode that we had... Previously on I Don't Think Podcast... I was, uh, we were both down incredibly bad. And, you know, it definitely stayed that way for like the next two weeks. <laughs> but um, we are back stronger mentally and emotionally, I think. And also, I got my car back. Um, All right. And a round of applause. Yes, we will put in a round of applause here. Yes, um, they honored a lot of the stuff that needed to be fixed, so I I have the same car. Anyway, it's not important anymore. Um, I do have a question for you, though. Um, I was on social media, you know, as I do, and I did see a question, and I know you are a busy lady, a very, very busy lady, you know, with school and work. And, you know, you actually do have a social life. Um, How well do you have to know someone where you can give or receive an unprompted FaceTime call? So I was getting groceries today and my phone has a little mount in my car and I got an unprompted FaceTime call from Clint and it took everything in my power not to decline to decline it. I just you have to let me know. I don't like it at all. My brother's a big person who does this too. There is no level of closeness that would get me to accept an unprompted FaceTime call, unless you are foreign. If you're a European, or are you from Central America, South America, it's a little more common, and that's fine. Okay. So I am not European, Central American, or South American, so I don't think I qualify um, you know, anytime I accidentally FaceTime you through Instagram, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're like, I'm, yeah. I'm not available and I don't do it on purpose. I really don't. I know better. I definitely know better. Every time I just reject it anyway. I will answer anyone's FaceTime call at any given moment. I could be at work. Uh, I mean, if I'm in the restroom, No. One of my coworkers, uh, she's like older and has to use Zoom, and she does not really know how to use the mute function. Yes, even after over a year, and uh, I hear the home health people 
get to her house. I hear her talk about, so what are we having for lunch again? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I'm not really feeling sandwiches. Just Honestly, I feel like it would be easier for her to just leave the Zoom meeting and then re-enter every single time. <laughs> Yeah, come back, come back when you're done. Oh my god. All right. Well, Geneva, um, I have some notes written down. Um, well, I have one note, maybe two. Let me look through through my journal. Ooh, let's leaf through those two pages. You know what? It's a brand new fucking journal, so leave me alone. It was two pages. <laughs> it's a post-it. Uh, two post-its stick stuck to it's each other. It's actually a, a driving safety journal. Anyway. Um, so we are facing, um, an economic crisis, you know, 4th of July is approaching and, um, uh, our country is facing a severe firework shortage. And I honestly don't think there's anything more anti-American than that. You know what this means? What does it mean? Homemade napalm. Oh, you know what? I'm ready for that. But... Um, you know, it's as anti-American as you can get for a fireworks shortage. You know, how am I supposed to tell my neighbor that I love my country more than them if I can't pop fireworks a week before 4th of July and a week after 4th of July? You know, um, I was reading an article actually today of this man in Oklahoma, he traveled three different states to get his usual supply of fireworks. And he said, like, a regular pack of whatever brand, of whatever type of firework thing he was getting, would cost him maybe $40. But no, this regular pack cost him $115. So not only is there a shortage... But there is an absolute spike in prices. And, uh, you know, they are taking away my freedom for popping fireworks. You're telling me if I go to a fireworks stand, I won't be able to find any lady fingers, fuzz bottles, snicker bombs, church burners, finger blasters, gut busters, zippity doodahs, or crap flappers? You might be able to find the, the army tanks and the chicken ones that pop out the eggs. But as far as any fancy showy ones, I don't know. So you're telling me I can't find any whistling bungholes, no spleen splitters, no whisker biscuits? No, but you might be able to find some of those uh, screaming ninnies. Um, I think that's what they're called. I feel like I went through that whole thing and you didn't know I was talking about Joe Dirt. Nope. I, <laughs> I've only... <laughs> I don't think I've ever finished uh, seeing Joe Dirt. I'm sorry. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry. Well... That's okay because you—that was just a genuine reaction to. No, they didn't have. They don't have those. Yeah, uh-uh. they probably no. don't. They're fresh out. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but yes, you know, I am. I am very upset. If you could see my face right now, I am visibly upset because I love popping fireworks, and you know, if I were to go to a stand, which I believe they'll be open in a couple of days. Um, you know, who knows? Who knows what I'll be able to find? One time my brother and I were popping, they were called bad boys. And they were essentially just the cat ones that that pop really loud, but individualized. Mm, Okay. We rented the bag. There was one left that we hadn't used because the fuse was too short. And we thought, okay, well, we're down to the last one. Might as well. My brother goes to throw it, a full arm swing past the ear, it blows up in his hand right next to his God ear. damn it. And he can't hear out of the ear anymore. And we were both so scared of our parents getting mad at us that we didn't tell him he was deaf in his right ear for like a couple of hours. <laughs> He's like, you know what, I'm going to sleep it <laughs> off and then wake up and tell them I woke up deaf in my right ear. His ear was black, and <laughs> I used some of my some of my sprite to clean off the soot because he looked like it was a full wily coyote. Oh moment. my god! So we're just like, don't say anything. It was. It was they, my parents didn't know until maybe like last year. Oh! Oh my god! 
<laughs> oh, one, your poor parents, and two, poor Jeremy. I'm I'm so sorry that he can't hear out of his right ear anymore. No, he's he's good now. You know, I mean, no no long term deficits, but for a while there, it was tinnitus city. It was just re. Oh God, I hate that. It wasn't until what was it, 2019. Uh, ACL that I started wearing earplugs um, during live shows thanks to you oh yeah so I take them every I went to a country show um, last Thursday last Thursday Charlie mm-hmm. Crockett mm-hmm. earbuds very good very good that, safety first honestly I am too old to lose my hearing at such a young age. I know that doesn't make any sense, but I'm 27. No, hearing, aid, hearing aids are expensive. Yeah, they're incredibly like really expensive. expensive. Just a no brainer. It's like taking care of your teeth right now. You got one set. One set. Um, you floss. Literally no one gives a fuck if you look weird wearing earplugs. Literally no one cares. You could wear headphones and people be like, you know what? Respect. So uh, that day before the show, I saw somebody who I only know adjacent at the grocery store and they were wearing a mask. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And the thing is, because such a small community, if you are friends of friends with somebody on like Facebook, you'll their posts will usually come up. So I know that this person is vaccinated and still wearing a mask. And I go, you know, maybe they're just not ready. Fast forward next night at the concert and it's like, you know, they have signs up. If you're vaccinated, you know, take off your mask. So a lot of people are not wearing masks. This person's not wearing a mask. Same person from the grocery store yesterday. So what's up? That doesn't make any sense because I feel like at a concert, especially at the venue that it was held in, you're in closer quarters than you would be at a fucking grocery store. So, I don't know, man. I don't really... I'm fully vaccinated. I have been since, like, February, March. It wasn't until maybe two or three weeks ago that I was just like, okay, I think I cannot wear my mask everywhere I go. Um, Obviously, if the establishment has a sign telling me I need to wear one sure I'll put it on no big deal I'm not gonna fucking freak out well I'm vaccinated why do I still have to wear a mask like that's fucking stupid so uh, aside from that um I gave my masks one last wash and uh they're just chilling on um on my table um, you know, there's not really a lot of mask wearing going on nowadays. Um, to me, that seeing that was like, uh, okay, so this is more of a social thing for you. So you don't want your, it's like, it's wearing the, not wearing the mask at a concert was like wearing earbuds. They didn't want anybody to say anything. Yeah. It's like they didn't want their friends to cancel them or something. Like, you and me, we're old head vaccinated. We've been, we've been vaccinated. I just, I want people to look at the data and not try to feel shamed or socially pressured, you know? Yeah, that's, that's for sure. I mean, because I know that this person didn't just have a, okay, I finally feel comfortable. Like, it was definitely some sort of social pressure. And while that is part of the reason that adherence to masks was good in the beginning or it worked whatever mm-hmm. it's i think that it's now we're time guys i think you think you're all ready i think we're all ready to make your own decisions and just do what you want if you are vaccinated don't be influenced by your don't be influenced by your friend group to um keep wearing a mask when you're fucking fully vaccinated i i believe that is my opinion yeah and I'm sticking to yep. it. And if you feel uncomfortable, maybe ask yourself why. Do you not want people to think that you're one of the, not the, I don't even know, the bad ones for not getting it, you know? <laughs> yeah. They, oh, I don't want that. I don't want people to think I'm like the other people. Like, bro, um, 
You're wearing a black flag band t-shirt and your hair is fucking purple. I really don't think that they think you're one of them. So I feel like it's okay that you don't want to wear a mask to H-E-B. So if your friends shouldn't influence or you should really start thinking about how you like things for yourself, how do you think that figures into things like music or art. Your feelings on separating the art from the artist. Um, I'm all right with it. I mean, I don't think them as a person defines the music that they put out. You know, I feel like it's very much them going to work. Yeah, it's not a right. I I don't think it's a right necessarily. It's definitely a privilege that we can see them separately from the art and the artist. Obviously, separating art from the artist is uh, very much a personal opinion. I realize not everyone is going to agree, or they can only agree to a certain level. Um, I feel like perhaps I am at that point. Um, I feel like there are special circumstances for that, perhaps. I'm not going to get into specifics. You know, I, I, you know, if you, if you want to know specifics, then you can DM me and then we'll have a very nice conversation on what I, uh, of my opinions. Can I give a specific yeah, one? Yeah, go for it. So, um, people are, so, hmm. I think that the, the, where this is a big polarizing subject is always just musicians specifically modern pop artists and i guess it's because of the scrutiny that they're under anyway by no stroke of the imagination is anybody who it willingly enters the entertainment industry specifically pop music are they good people are they reputable like above the board role model people so if they're doing shitty stuff it's like yeah they probably were doing this way before they were ever famous and they're probably going to continue to do it and yeah you know i'm sure there are people on their team that are really shitty and i'm sure there are artists that have no negative public stuff that are doing some really randy horrible things there's no good way to consume music (laughs) yeah it's very much like the um, under capitalism there's no such thing as ethical consumption you know, and I feel like that goes into play with music. Um, you know, there's problematic people everywhere. And if you're going to police everyone about the things that they want to enjoy, fucking go away. I don't want to hear it. Leave me alone. Keep your opinions to yourself. Let me go listen. Let me go listen to Kanye West. Let me go uh, listen to a Drake song here and there. Leave me alone. Yeah, just relax. Because when you're trying to tell somebody else to not listen to it, you're not even getting to that artist, you know? And your friend stopping listening to it does not affect that artist in any way monetarily. Literally, no. You're kind of just being a dick. Yeah, you're just being... Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I have the internet too. I know the Doja Cat is in was in racy racist chats. I know there's nothing that I can do about that. Yeah. So what, how which, am I going to personally stop Doja Cat from going th- to white supremacist video chats or whatever the fuck she was up to? Yeah, she's fucking insane. But you know, but like, I don't think anybody looks at her and goes, "Yeah, that's." that's a, absolute role model but you know whether or not she gets a stream off a, a spotify it's literally pennies to her so it doesn't doesn't matter yeah it's no it's no what's the phrase no skin off her back yeah so you know just give your friends a break really yeah um we were talking about this not too long ago actually and i remember something you had said i actually put it in our notes um ask yourself why you have stopped listening to them like why are you doing it is it because you're absolutely standing for the shit that they did and like you won't rest until they stop doing the things that they're doing or are you just not listening to them because 
it's socially acceptable to cancel them or whatever. You know, ask yourself, look inward, look inward. You guys I should pause for a second and say that Audra and I think it's really fucked up that that person was in racist forum chats. Oh, yes. But at, and at the same time, I don't think listening to any of her pop songs, if it were to come on the radio, makes either of us a bad person. It's just this really horrible situation that we are in where all artists are immediately known to be shitty. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It comes with the territory. So, you know, any artist definitely has some skeletons in their closet. Just depends on how good their PR team is. Straight up. That's literally that's literally all it comes down to. Um, you know, anyone, any artist, whether it's a comedian, whether it's a musician, whether it's an actor, you know, it just all depends on how good their legal team is, how good their PR team is to keep that shit under wraps. Um, so do not be fooled by these innocent artists because they are very much not. Unless they're, like, a child. Then, you know, look at the parents for, uh, you know, child acting or whatever. I wonder whose PR team would you want? Like, who has had never had any sort of negative anything? Oh, God. I, for this, I would kind of, I look more overseas. Um, probably one of the, the K-pop groups, you know? <sighs> Like yeah. BTS or Twice, um, you know, I I don't hear a peep uh, of anything negative. So I would kill to have just one of the people on their PR team to represent me. That is that is that is amazing. That is an amazing point. Because guess what? BTS just landed a deal to be the spokespeople for Louis Vuitton. Yeah, yeah, oh. that could have been me. No, I'm just kidding. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? With with the right PR team, anything is possible. It's true. I firmly believe that in entertainment, it's all about the spin. Um, I was a, uh, I was in a uh, public health advertising class or marketing class, mm-hmm. and they're like, you have to sell health, and so it was just a bunch of how do you get people to take advantage of health opportunities or just like stop smoking pretty much what i learned from the class is that it's impossible to get people to care about themselves when there's so much money dedicated to things like sodas and jewels and things like that and i i feel like you know that's this comes back to you got to make your own decisions look at what's being told to you or marketed to you and ask yourself, okay, so what's, what's the intention here? Yeah. So like, what is the narrative? Anytime someone doesn't, mm-hmm, yeah. Anytime someone doesn't have dirt, I'm like, oh man, Taylor Swift is definitely hiding bodies in her Nashville basement. Oh, I know she's definitely uh, killed a few people. Obviously this is satire. I, I really don't think she has, she has killed anyone. This is a joke. Comedy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really feel like having a Taylor Swift legal team coming after me in any sort of way. I mean, I, I doubt this would get to her, but you know, just covering my bases here. Yeah, everybody in entertainment is just chaotic and self serving, and you know, I don't think that anybody should have. I mean, it's there's no point in having an opinion or I don't listen to them because this it's like every, everybody's a little crazy. Yeah. Who decides to go into that. Honestly, whenever people tell me they don't listen to certain people, I'm just like, I, who fucking asked? Because I certainly didn't. I said, I, I just go, okay. Yeah, okay. That's totally fine. Yeah. Normally whenever people say, Oh yeah, I don't listen to so-and-so I'm like, that's cool. When did I fucking ask didn't for ask. that information? Because <laughs> I really don't remember. Did I black out when I asked you that? Or, you know, are you just volunteering information that I do not need to process in my brain? I like when they cite the sources. Yes. I don't like them because... And it's like, okay. <laughs> yes. Because of this, this one time in 2011, they said homeless people. Like, man, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know. You know, I saw them. I, use... I just, I just like the one song. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. I just like that one song that I heard on TikTok. Why are you fucking giving me a whole dissertation on why they're garbage? I mean, they're on TikTok. I kind of assumed they are garbage. Come on, man. Get with the times. Yeah, I don't. You're not cooler for not listening to them. Everyone can listen to whatever the fuck they want to listen to. And I do not think it deems them a bad person. I don't think it makes them, you know, homophobic. I don't think it makes them, you know, racist or whatever for liking a certain artist. I feel like there's a fine line, though, when it comes to... I don't know if campaigning is the right word, but if they start campaigning for that person and, oh, they're such a nice person, they're great, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? Like, next. Yeah, I see the other side of it. It's like, uh, I still, like, I don't care if they're a nice person. Their music is good or it sucks. Like, I'm not talking. Oh, yeah, that, that's, it, that's, that's it. I don't campaign for the person. I'm just here to watch the show. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want to know These them people at all. are put in the same group that idolize politicians. Yeah. You know, people who fucking go buck wild for AOC and on and also people who go fucking crazy for Bernie Sanders, you know? They are still human. They are still a politician. And same thing um on the other side of the fence, you know, people who um are you who love fucking Ronald Reagan and people who loved Donald Trump or whatever. I'm like, those people, you can definitely kind of see clearer that they are pieces of shit. You know, they kind of lay it all out for you to see. You know, they don't fucking hide it like other people do. Uh, I think it's very weird when people idolize politicians. Yeah. Just, just look at the policies. I know that's more boring. <laughs> I know, I know how badly you want to relate to AOC, but she is still in office. She probably has done things that she's not necessarily proud of to get there. You know, it again, it comes with the territory, and I feel like you should expect those people to do shitty things. Yeah, like all the the Epstein list and everything like that. I was not surprised. Why? Because this dude, you know, his whole thing was networking and getting in people's um, circles to kind of influence or blackmail or do whatever. So when they were like, oh, Tom Hanks went to his island. I'm like, yeah, probably. Because Tom Hanks is one of the most influential yeah. actors, thespians, whatever. So, of course, he's going to be on that plane talking to people on that island because that's just what they do at that level. So businesses like that where it's like very front facing and they make a lot of money. I just assume that anybody involved has done stuff that they will, you know, what is it? Uh, You're going to have to explain to St. Peter at the pearly gates. (laughs) You're going to have to explain to St. Peter (laughs) the things that you did. Yeah, so, I mean, if you if you feel, like, upset about, you know, someone listening to something or someone, like, standing a, a politician or whatever or not, just uh, take a deep breath. We're all in the same boat. We're equally as powerless. So I know that you're, you get pissed off about it, but I choose not to be because that's energy I could be using towards something else. Yeah, like passing my college courses or something. Yeah, like, I'm... I'm I'm working, I'm working on, like, some shit right now. Like, I'm working on actual, like, data that would hopefully, hopefully, is going to be helping people who reside in nursing homes, you know, and deal with infections and stuff like that. I don't have the brain energy or the emotional capacity to give a shit about what what Kanye is tweeting right Yeah, now. exactly. <sighs> you know, a very easy example is Kanye West. You know, he did the whole um, Trump thing. You know, he had the MAGA hats or whatever. And, you know, he said some very unsavory things. But even before that, he was still saying some unsavory things. And people didn't um, unstan him. You know, they didn't cancel him for those things. I don't know, man. Yeah, and there's also something to be said for every time a black man does not align with the Democratic Party, everyone goes, well. And it's like, well, this guy, he was 
you know, clearly going through going through the picture, fucking ringer. Why do you have any opinion on? Yeah, why do you have any opinion on some some random citizen person who has no effect on politics saying he likes this dude? It upset me. I thought it was weird, you know, but like I wasn't not going to stop listening to graduation. No, absolutely not. I am a Kanye fan, and I don't care. I don't give a fuck, um, at all. When it comes to stuff like that, I like what I like. I like the music because it's fucking good. Again, under capitalism, there's no such thing as ethical consumption. You know, I said that earlier, and I I know a lot of people stand by that. Um, whether they stand by it externally or stand by it internally, you know, that's a whole other story. Did you see, um, did you hear about Ariel Pink and like how everyone found out he was a, a rich kid from LA and he was like, he went to the Capitol rally that turned into what? a riot. Okay. I, I didn't there. know that he went to the riot. <laughs> Holy shit. He was like, yeah, I was at the rally, and then people started rushing, and so I just left and went home. (laughs) What a weenie. What an absolute weenie. Uh, Yeah, you know, I did hear about that because of Twitter, of course, but I had never listened to Ariel Pink, and I was like, well, I really don't think I'm going to start now, so. Well, I mean, shoot, I'll be honest, like, he's pretty amazing. Really? And I don't think I'll ever stop listening to Pom Pom in my life, you know? Hey, that's uh, fine. So, but I, again, like I don't, I don't give a fuck about that guy or how greasy and tiny and rich he is. Like I don't care. The album is good, and I'm just, you know, like I can, I can just be like, oh yeah, that's by this person. Moving on. Yeah, moving like, every on. Every time, yeah, every time I listen to some, like uh, there are other like artists that have been doing like way more fucked off shit for the entirety of history, and. You know, it's still things that are important to understand the progression of that art. Yeah, like, uh, absolutely. Who wrote Great Balls of Fire? He's the one who married his 13-year-old niece. Or, yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis. People speak so well of him. and Or whatever, right? So all his bad stuff got washed away. Probably shouldn't have. But his music is still really important and marks the turn of rock and roll, right? So I think that you can look at the song and be like, wow, this guy's incredibly influential and amazing but uh yeah piece of shit absolutely you know, piece I, of I shit. wouldn't i would not tell my grandma you should not listen to jerry lee lewis <laughs> yeah i'm not going to deter people from you know you know what i need you to skip that song because he married his 13 year old niece and you know we don't need that energy around here give me a break leave me alone all entertainers come from a system that is kind of evil. So if you want to opt out, just fully opt out. Because even if it's an artist who's done everything by the book, somebody is profiting off of their music on on an, on an institutional level who is probably the evilest, most heinous, monstrous person ever. Yeah, so absolutely. If you try to shop, you know, shop well and you know, really do, really do your research before enjoying music, which sounds exhausting. Yeah, you know, couldn't be me. You're still contributing to something that is going to give somebody who's a fucking evil maniac your money. So be nicer to your friends who like Drake. Or I can't even think of other cancel artists right I now. I know. <laughs> you know, people are... Oh, my God. I, I don't listen to current Drake. But if I want to listen to fucking Marvin's Room, let me listen to Marvin's Room, please. If passion fruit comes on, you're just gonna have to relax. Don't skip it. Don't skip it. It's an absolute banger, and I will look at you weird if you skip it, and then give me the explanation as to why you skipped it. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You can go home. I'm gonna listen to passion fruit at home. But yeah, no, like what you were saying, you know, even if the artist itself is good and they put out good intentions good vibes whatever you know you want to say the record label the management the perhaps legal team um that they're under that they that they work with they're probably not the best people because they've definitely been around in the industry and they would be a fool to let out industry secrets and all this other stuff. I and mean, you know, they definitely had to do some things, pull some strings, do whatever 
to uh, get to where they are. Case in point, Britney Spears. Oh my Every time God. you have bought a Britney album, you have supported her monstrous management team and her controlling family. Yeah, it, that is the most perfect example. Any streams, any albums, you know, anything like that, it is to the benefit of her team and, you know, her father, her, you know, her family. Just today, she was um, in court. Uh, she was able to release a statement in open court. And, you know, it's incredibly painful to listen to. And I, can, I can't even imagine the anguish that she goes through on a, on a day-to-day basis. And it's just very frustrating. Yeah, you just feel powerless as someone who's having to, like, watch this unfold. So imagine how she feels. When it's actually happening to her. Yeah, every time. And, you know, if let's continue the idol list of hours because every time you stream a Britney Spears song, you pay for the defense against her getting free of her conservatorship. Yep. Do you see how that cancelled I don't listen thing doesn't really make any sense? Yeah, like definitely. There's no good way to go about listening to music. There's, I mean, moral way, rather. So just relax. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting upset about the Britney thing. That was really hard to listen to. At the time of recording this, she spoke for the first time ever about mm-hmm. this. And it's just like the most depressing, awful lifting of the underbelly of a really fucking evil industry you know she's been in this industry and she's been in the entertainment industry since she was a child you know anything that she has done has been an absolute pr move um i guarantee none of the things that she's done um has been done on her own free will um maybe perhaps in 2007 you know she had the what media called was her absolute meltdown you know but You know, I feel like then, you know, it was like the only time that she felt freedom. Um, But yes, even though, yes, even though you want to be in, even though you want to support and be sensitive to the victims of whatever said person has done, just being aware of it, I feel, is enough that you can do. If, if you want to target stuff like that, target that stuff in your friend group, in your community, things that have more, that you have more outreach to, you know, obviously you adding a fucking star on Twitter and trash talking them, you know, maybe it might make you feel good for the next two minutes whenever you get the likes and stuff, but they're not going to fucking see it. The chances of it going viral... And the chances of you making an absolute profound difference in this star's life who is incredibly out of touch with reality, they, they don't care. Or they just will not see it. Um, Even if that thing does go viral, I mean, the odds of it you know, instituting any sort of change, not likely. Yeah, absolutely not. It's kind of like, uh, you know, as far as like not having any change... Anything like that. It's kind of like uh, plastic straws. Um, people, people having a fucking cow over not using plastic straws, which um, the zero. I, I have a lot of opinions on the zero waste lifestyle. Um, at the root of it, I definitely think it's uh, classist. You, yeah. you know, the, the, mean- at the root of it, that's exactly what it is. It's. Um, a fucking trend. It's not, I wouldn't even call it a lifestyle. The, the zero waste trend that happened. Um, yeah, it's, it's over completely now. over. No one gives a fuck about <laughs> the, the turtles. The funny thing about it, the, like, the people who were spearheading it the most at the corporate level was Starbucks. And their answer to it was the nitro cup. Cup lid. Yeah. Thing. And the ironic thing about it is that you're still drinking out of a plastic cup. Yeah. So exactly how are you Yeah. <laughs> how are yeah. you helping? You know, it was um oh my god. Yeah. You know, you're <laughs> you're up in arms about oh my god, they're fucking eating 
they're they're fucking using a plastic straw but you got like Kylie Jenner and you got other you know famous people taking private planes across the country you know three times a week use use a fucking yeah. straw use a plastic straw if you ever offer me a paper straw i can't paper straws are fucking <laughs> disgusting paper straws suck just don't give me one at all yeah then I mean, whenever like people are saying you know say no to plastic cutlery i agree however the people who are affected most by that are like small mom pop businesses mm-hmm. like not it, it compostable utensils are expensive. Very expensive and if you're looking at the overhead of a restaurant especially one that's not a chain that's local <laughs> the plastic cutlery is the only thing that you can really feasibly afford and and that's like readily available you, you know you don't have to yeah. special order that it, it comes in surplus um you know i can go to a fucking dollar general and you know an heb and i can get the same plastic cutlery if I were a small business and I was like forced to order, um, you know, biodegradable sporks, you know, I'd be upset. You know, there goes a lot of my funding, and then I'm gonna have to, you know, increase prices uh, of my food. Yeah, and you know, change the healthcare packages for my employees. Yeah, there's a cascading effect. And while you're like, okay, well, shit, you know, there's no good way to go about this. You're right. There is not. I think that um, if anything you have understood from this podcast, that these are nuanced issues. And, you know, I think that, you know, with the level that you and I are at, or that at least that we're talking to, you should probably just be cooler to the people around you because these things happen at a level way above this. And shaming at the social level actually doesn't do anything. It, not a thing. Doesn't it doesn't do any good. You know, if anything, it, you know, sort of pushes the people you love the most away. Or they have another opinion of you. And, you know, they may not feel comfortable talking to you about certain things. And they may not feel comfortable approaching you, um, you know, in, in their time of need. Because you may have said something, you know, that was just like, okay, so just say you hate poor people. That's fine. Yeah, I mean... If you, if you want to reduce plastic waste, maybe be part of beach cleanups. Maybe write letters to your congressperson the next time they try to put up a fabrication um, factory in your, in your district. You know, things like that. Uh, more macro ways for you to get involved. That's really the way that you, if you feel strongly about this, which I think it's great that you do. That is a way that you can be less of a jerk about this kind of thing. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I will say, though, that I use metal straws when I drink my ice water because it's, like, extra super duper cold. But that is a choice. <laughs> that, that, that definitely is a choice. I mean, I, I have my fair share of cups that have straws in it. But if I get a drink that requires a straw, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I have my collapsible straw right here. Which, fine, that's cool. But did you even look two steps into how that collapsible straws manufactured there's no good way to do this you, you cannot know? so somebody yeah it's just yeah ah, it, it's so frustrating i can't begin <laughs> to explain when you the only thing that really comes out of this that i think that would help really all take home is that when you police your friends you're really just punching down your friends can't change this so yeah <laughs> yeah what are your friends going to do they can you know they can barely hold their shit together what makes you think that they can um, tackle the excess of plastic by refusing yeah. a straw? Well, I think we've made it to our our uh, closing segments. We actually got some uh, audio messages from listeners. That was part of the ones that we had asked for previous episodes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So please listen closely as we share with you Blackout stories. Sparkling noise. Howdy. This is Garrett with the Shift Work Podcast. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, I think the last time I blacked out was deep in the throes of quarantine. Uh, not a lot happening in the world except uh, staying home, getting fucked up with uh, my co-host Mason. 
Uh, that particular night, I was mixing tequila with those Lemonade Trulies. Uh, very good. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, it was, must have been pouring like double or triples because uh, I was pretty fucked up. Uh, and by the end of the night, uh, I was like throwing myself down the concrete stairs up to our second story apartment. Um, I was ready to just yeet myself off completely just to prove that I could. But, um, yeah, people were like, Gary, you're going to, you're going to hurt yourself. Stop. Um, good times. Good times. Thank you, Garrett, for sharing this incredible story. And thank you for not yeeting yourself off the staircase. Finally, we have some closing recommendations for y'all. Audrey, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. I'll go first. Um, I'm actually prepared. So, you know, it was a slow day at work. I was actually able to prepare before I got home today. Uh, um, So on May 30th... um, Bo Burnham, who is a stand-up comedian, he uh, released a Netflix special called Inside. And um, I watched it with a couple of friends on Discord. And Jesus Christ, that shit hit home, man. It hit home. Um, You know, he talks about depression. He talks about, you know, existential crisis and, you know, he made all of this in, like, the quarantine, like, the height, the, the, the height of quarantine last year. And, um, you know, um, if you're not really a fan of comedy and music, it's probably not going to be for you. Um, but if you know who Bo Burnham is, then you obviously know what kind of style he does. Um, lighting cues. Yeah, light. Yeah, lighting cue. You know what the light the lighting in that uh, special was really really good, but um, it provided a sense of connection in you know a, in otherwise a very isolating society, and you know it was extremely relatable in a lot of ways, and not just from like a mental health point of view, but just like observational things as well. He, he really, he really put out something really great. Um, so I would, give I would definitely watch. give it a watch. Um, uh, out of five stars, I would probably give it four and a half. Um, so, Ooh. you know, just ov- the overall ambiance of it was uh, great. That is my recommendation. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. My recommendation is a show the only Patreon I subscribe to, and it is Yeah, But oh, Still. Such a good podcast. And there are actual exposés if you join the Patreon, um, notably Jamila Jamil, Jacob Bull, and a few others. I personally would start with the episode, and I think it's on their main one now. I feel it's on Spotify with Power Trips, Riley Ooh, Gale. Yes, absolutely. That is one of my favorite episodes. It's easy entry point and I love it so much. What I love about that podcast is you can start anywhere and you can work your way back, you can work your way forward. There's not necessarily a chronological order as to how to listen to that podcast. You put me on back in like 2018 and uh, we have been solid patrons. Uh, for at least like the past yeah. two years. Um, and, you know, they have not disappointed at all. Not a Personally, oh, I would. Episode 193, Riley, our friend Riley Gale. Oh, that is such a good episode. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Riley Gale. Um, I will say that um, my go-to um, is actually episode 128 of the Yeah But Still podcast, Major League Brandon featuring Jamel Johnson and Johnny Wardell. Anyone that I recommend this podcast to, that is the episode I give them. And for the most part, I've always heard back from them saying that they have become avid listeners or, you know, they um, think about them and they, you know, move forward and, you know, listen every now and again, which, you know what, that is, that's all I could ever ask for. Um, So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a really good recommendation because I love them so much. Oh, if you have um, any 
any sort of thing that you would like us to talk about on the show, always uh, you can Instagram DM us at I Don't Think Podcast. If you have any audio messages of takes regarding this, maybe you feel totally differently, send those to our Instagram podcast uh, DM. I don't at I Don't Think Podcast on Instagram. Yes, you know you're allowed to have differing opinions about this, which I think is maybe the moral of our that's the thesis statement of this episode yeah yeah i that is definitely the theme um you are allowed to have differing opinions of your friends um you know when especially when it comes to like consuming shit you know yeah entertainment entertainment you you are definitely allowed to have differing opinions and i don't think that you or your friends you know, should chastise each other for liking something that the person uh, of someone that has done something unsavory. And I know I'm very, I'm very much sugarcoating it because there, you know, people have done a lot of fucked up shit, but regardless, you know, fucking enjoy yourself, have fun. It is cool. You know? Yeah. We're only here for a short time on this earth, you know? Try to enjoy every moment of it. Your, our listeners, the demographics are mostly in their 20s. You're in your 20s. How about you worry about your goddamn self? You have so much life to live. Don't just enjoy your life. Fucking um, go touch some grass. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Get some, get some gray hairs. Get a beer. Go date somebody. Have a good yeah, life. Yeah, go date someone. Go to a fucking baseball game. Um. Go to a, a concert, concert with, with a mask, mask off, off if you've been vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. You know, I'm so fucking excited to go to ACL with you this year. And I will yes. not be packing a mask. Uh, you know what? I might just in case. It depends. Um, it, it depends. depends. Same. You know, <laughs> I will pack one just to be safe. But I do realize other places aren't as fortunate. I'm definitely not saying I don't care. Because they do. But there's absolutely nothing yeah. I can do about it. Please keep wearing your masks, especially if it's required to. But here, I'm going to enjoy my maskless summer. It's a small town privilege. Yeah, it's a small town privilege. One of the few, bitch. <laughs> Literally. Um, and I am going to, you know, abuse the shit out of that privilege. I'm sorry. And with that, good yeah, night. And with that, Have that a is- good have a good day at have work. a good day at work have a good day coming home from work you know I I, I, w- I would like to thank the listeners very much for their continued support and you know I get messages all the time telling me oh I saw a specific episode and you know they they put their two cents in and it's you know it's fucking amazing I could not be more thankful for the audience that we have right now. Um, And you definitely inspire me to keep going and you inspire me to want to create more. And, you know, you guys make me extremely, extremely happy. Um, So with that, you know, definitely. If you liked it, leave a five star review, baby. Apple. Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts, you know, uh, follow us on Instagram. In our bio, it does have the links to Spotify and Apple and a plethora of other streaming services. So you can follow us there. Turn on the notifications for that account so that you can see when we post. You know, our episodes are released on Mondays. So, you know, get on that. Anyway, thank you all very much. Have a beautiful day. Bye. See you.